1: It's a skeleton staff here today because let me tell you who's in the house. Uh, Sue Stanley, OAM is in... OAM? It is. Or AOM? No, OAM. OAM is in the house. And uh, Ivan, who normally would be in the house, has gone on furlough. Now, not the furlough that uh, Don, who's under the uh, uh, medical scrutiny of uh, Dr Ben Fordham, MD, but he's not in the house and uh, Dr Ben Fordham tells me he's still on special projects. He's got him doing some investigative work and not sure when he'll be back, if ever. But uh, Ivan's gone away on holidays. Now,
0: is he gone to Bali? Ah,
1: what a great question. Where would you think uh, you'd probably just whip over, if you're going over on holidays out of Australia? Somewhere
0: warm, I'd probably say. Yeah, warm. Thailand. Um,
1: I, I can give you a tip. Where he's going is warm, but not the warmth that you would think. Where's he gone? Well, would you say Acapulco or the Seychelles? He's gone
0: or, on a safari.
1: Or the Azores. Uh, safari, no. No?
0: Have a guess where he's gone.
1: He's gone to... I've just got a text from you. He's landed in Cairo in Egypt. He's going to Luxor to get on the Sun God 4 to go up the Nile, which is immediately just south of um, Jordan. Now, in case you've been living under a rock for the last month, there's a huge fracas going over there in the Middle East and Ivan's gone over to the war zone on holiday. Oh. I know. I know he'd had it booked a long time ago. I reckon while he's on the Sun God 4 going up the Nile, I reckon a rocket from Hezbollah or from Jordan will sail over his bonds, him and his missus, Pauline.
0: He's going to think the fireworks are going off. (laughs) He'll think that
1: they're welcoming to welcoming to, the, um, to Egypt.
0: I can just imagine him laying, on, laying down, looking at the sky with Pauline, and then fireworks are going off and he's getting thinking, look at that, they've done it for us.
1: That, that, that's right, he said, gee, this, uh, this uh, tour company is fantastic, they've given us a welcome. Little does he know that they're fully charged ballistic <laughs> missiles that are aimed to wipe Israel off the face of the map and vice versa. We'll get on to Israel and uh, the face of the map shortly. Yeah, but um, So that's where Ivan is. And he just he's just texted in. I think I can read this out. Because this would be like coming over to Australia and saying he's met eight people called Bob or Frank or Billy or something. He said, I've just landed in Cairo. I've met five people named Mohammed. In fact, I haven't met anyone else named anything else. So... Uh, so that's that's Ivan. there. Yeah, so, uh, but that'd be natural because uh, that's uh, that's a very common name. It is. Hmm. Yes. So that's where. He, so so it's just and, and uh, you're just here, doing this. Um, and now just we
0: keeping d- the seat warm. Yeah. For,
1: for. So we didn't mention the shout-outs last week because we got um, well. Dr. Ben rang in, uh, he, he door stopped me, I thought Ben's coming on for his regular segment, but he buttonholed me about the frac I'd had with Ricky Nixon, which I'm told Ricky got the brace and bits because I answered Ben's, Dr. Ben's questions honestly and uh, Ricky didn't like that, I, yeah. apparently, he said, I don't know why he didn't like that, I didn't. Blabbed to the press that I uh, had had a blue with him but um, Phoebe who's not here Phoebe must realize there's nothing uh, that uh, she can write in the paper about because she only comes in to glean stories and then goes upstairs uses the office as her office and by the time we get off air she's got it in the paper but she must think there's no news happening so she doesn't she's just a fair weather I broadcast. think she's a bit
0: nervous about coming in would
1: she be oh, I think so oh Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, Nicky got the brace and Ricky got the brace and bits after so Ben Fordham said uh, door stop me and so I just answered the questions honestly. I don't know how you can get in trouble for being honest. Uh, anyhow, so that's that That that's that. and uh, that's why we didn't do the shout outs. Uh, but So I'm doing them quickly now and then I've got a whole lot of different things to ask you, uh, Susan. Now, first of all, uh, Wazza is a shout-out. I didn't mention him last week. Wazza.
0: What would Wazza's name be, though? I mean Warwick. Oh.
1: Would you reckon? Or Woozy, Or what do you think? Wazza. Wazza. Waka. Wazza. Waka. Waka. W- well, anyhow, he, he he didn't say what his real name was. He said, I said, what's your name? I'll give you a shout-out. He said, Wazza. I met him at the DFO. Do you know what DFO means?
0: Direct Factory Outlet.
1: Who told you that? <laughs> Fuck it if I know. Yeah, I told you that.
0: You did not.
1: All right, good. Um, I told someone that. Um, Direct Factory Outlet. I met him at Wazza. I met Wazza at Direct Factory Outlet. And um, why did I say that? Shout out. Oh, yeah. So he listens. Don used to give shout outs to people who didn't listen. I said, why did you do that, Don? If they're not listening, why would you give them a shout out? He used to give it to netballers. He said he went down and watched the netball. He used to look at the netballers over the fence, over a fence, like a, not just a above, like a fence. He used to get up on these tippy toes and it's what he said. And I said, well, why would you give a shout-out? He said, oh, well, they're a good basket, but they're good netballers. I said, but they wouldn't know that you give them a shout-out if, they, if you didn't know them uh, or you didn't speak to them. Anyhow, so um, Corey, this is from um, Mick, michaelchristianmenswear.com and could I tell you, christmas they've started Christmas advertising. Did you know that? As soon as November the 1st came, oh, we've got to go through two months of absolute ho, 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 it's Santa here and St Nicholas is going to come down your chimney and half the people don't celebrate Christmas. But no, it's going on. And um, um, michaelchristianmenswear.com, if you want to give the present that people will yearn for There are still some. You cannot be serious. Caps, the stubby holders, which you've now—I see—you've started to dismantle the stubby holder already. You're fiddling around with it. That's—that's what—that's what what that person who used to sit in that seat did. You've—you've actually torn the edge of it over. Uh, That's—that's a a stubby holder. You cannot be serious. You got t-shirts. With You Cannot Be Serious, what about an ensemble, just a group package of michaelchristianmenswear.com? Hats, T-shirt, maybe some barbecue aprons. I'm not sure how many are left. There might be some no hats left if you just uh, voted no in the referendum like uh, 80% did, but they still rigged it to say that only just got through. Um, So, Michael Christian Menswear, Karen and Doug Guest. They're from... um, Morty Alec. Morty Alec. I was I was looking at the – Corey, Corey Martin. He's from Have You ever heard of Hudspin?
0: That's in Tassie, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it is.
0: How did <laughs> uh, I know that? Exactly.
1: Oh, you're too good. Maury. Uh, Maury from Reflection Protection Auto Detailers. I'm glad you clarified that. (laughs) (laughs) Mick's obviously got a contra deal going there. And Glenn. Now, Glenn's from... Glenn is from AFL. Now, not AFL that you would think. It's from Amart Furniture Limited. They're a clearance centre. And I was speaking to Glenn and he said he listens... To the podcast, so I said I'd give him a shout out.
0: Are you decorating your apartment? Are you?
1: (laughs) I'm not decorating anything. (laughs) Why would you be going? I just happened (laughs) to speak to him about. I had to speak to him about a delivery, some delivery uh, information. Anyhow, that's (laughs) irrelevant. Irrelevant. So the caps and Kate save if you wanna, if you wanna ramp up Christmas cheer and have some food in the. Deep Freeze, you know, the Freeze, uh, her, her fantastic products, Bee Fit Food.
0: I, I was actually going for a walk last night and I was talking to one of the locals around here and she said, "Oh, I said, what's for dinner tonight? And she said, oh, I'm cooking something, but my partner, she has uh, beef Fit Food. Oh, no, really? Absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. It wasn't light and lazy, light and lazy, I call. Um, but it was, yeah, Beefit Fit Food. I was well, very surprised. there you
1: are. It's nutrition... Nutritiously nutritious it is very good food, and Kate's uh, working diligently in the kitchen. There she prepares it all, and packs it up and sends it out. So be fit food for Christmas, yeah, not would, you would, you wouldn't have it as the main Christmas, but after you can't be buggered cooking anything, in up towards the New Year, and you just go to the freezer and get it out and thaw it out, and it's it's fantastic, and you could wear. Yeah, you, you cannot be serious. Cap while you're preparing it, and maybe a, the apron and. So there we yes, are.
0: Now you are talking shit. I reckon,
1: <laughs> yeah. I reckon Mick could package up say for under a hundred dollars a cap, a t-shirt, a uh, anything that his stocks going out. It's just he can't keep up with it. Uh, so there, there, that's 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 that. Now, um, <clears throat> did you go to the Melbourne Cup?
0: No, I didn't. Did you?
1: No, I didn't go to the Melbourne Cup, but I wouldn't go to the Melbourne Cup. But you're a – have you ever been to the Melbourne Cup?
0: Oh, over the years I reckon I've been 20 times, Ah. 20 years. Well, why (laughs) not this year? Just probably not into the races anymore, couldn't be bothered. Why
1: were you into them 20 times before that?
0: Uh, It's something you do. I love the atmosphere and – Well, then why didn't you go yesterday? Because I couldn't be bothered. I watched it on TV in the, in the, in the luxurious of my own home. <laughs> <Bought it. laughs> uh,
1: I, I watched it too, and I'll tell you who I saw on Channel 10, I think. Eddie.
0: Eddie everywhere. The
1: ubiquitous Eddie Maguire. How good is he? He's fantastic.
0: What's ubiquitous? What's that? What's, what's that word you're trying to say again?
1: I, I said it. What was the word you were trying <laughs> to say
0: Just say it again, go on. Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Yeah. What's
1: that? it's 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 the next one down intelligence level is it's the next one down from apocryphal. (laughs) (laughs) I said I said to you one day, that's apocryphal. You said it's a pocketful of what? I said it's not a (laughs) pocketful. It's apocryphal. (laughs) Ubiquitous means I think it means you're everywhere, doesn't it?
0: Using words you don't even know. Well,
1: I, I'm sure it does. Look, I'm looking it up.
0: But you can't look it up. You can't well, say I, I, it and I, then I, look I'm it.
1: I'm looking it up for your sake. You. Oh, you're right. My sake. You don't even know what it means. No, you can't even spell Well, I can't spell it actually, but it'll tell you. It spell checks it for you. Ubiquitous. Did you mean ubiquitous? It means existing everywhere. That's what it means. So. And he is fantastic Eddie, he interviewed people, he does it off the top of his head, he's a star, best in the world. He is, seriously. Uh, So I watch watch the races and why didn't you go again? Because you've been 20 times but just couldn't be buggered, you're just a bit more aloof now, are you? Yeah, well they don't
0: let D-list celebrities in the birdcage anymore.
1: What about all the OAM? People who've had all the ribbons and awards given. Why don't they have a little stand of their own?
0: They're all for beautiful people.
1: <laughs> so, um, and I asked someone, did they do Welcome to Country? You wouldn't believe it, but the, 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 the opportunists and the parasites, there they were again, welcoming, welcoming people to Flemington got nothing to do with the races, got nothing to do with Australia. We are all one country. We don't have to be welcome to people who weren't even born before us. Uh, It's just a joke and it's so out of date. It's just uh, people are starting to push back on it. Don't you worry about that. I was told when they did it, not sure what time they did it, but people just actually took no notice of it. A lot of people and just people just... Thought, oh wow! Um, so they continue with it, but I don't know why. Uh, but anyhow, that's uh, that was it. So it was a great day. Apparently, um, now this is what I noticed, uh, Sue. So I have noticed this. Don't don't think I'm preoccupied with this stuff, but all the soft ads. I noticed this while I was watching the television. Because you are a captive audience on television. If you don't watch the ABC, who don't have ads. Because in an hour-long program, 35 minutes of content, the rest of the 25 minutes is ads. And I've just come to realise, I've just noticed it, not specifically concentrating on it, but you suddenly realise that all the soft ads that advertise...
0: What's a soft ad?
1: I was just about to say, all the soft ads that advertise things like coffee and chocolate and insurance and health foods and all the... But all the you fluffy know, all the fluffy ads are always the talent is either people of colour or Asians. Which is nothing wrong with that. That's fine. The advertising agencies think that those people resonate with all the soft ads and all the hard ads like the ones for speeding and drugs and seatbelts and antisocial behaviour and alcohol are all usually young white males. Because they don't want to be accused of being unwoke and racially profiling people who might take offence at oh why you got people 0, 0.05 ads with people of colour what are you saying that people who of colour drink a lot or so? I, I, I tell you it stands out uh, they just uh, they're just so gun shy with all this political correctness that, that that's what I've noticed. Uh, that's what I've noticed. I, it
0: fascinates me that you've even noticed it. I mean well,
1: so so all right. So you're sitting watching it. Unless you tape something, you can't fast forward the ads. So you, you're just a captive audience. And I thought uh, they had they had in a row. They had someone advertising chocolate and someone advertising lint uh, and uh, and perfume and and uh, and then the next ad came on was the TAC and the drink driving and. It was just so obvious that they just went for white males uh, for all the sort of blatant, aggressive ads and all the soft stuff was all... It doesn't matter. It, 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 it was just put so it on
0: mute. Put it on mute and go for a walk around or do something in the ad break so or something. put it on so.
1: mute. You can still see the people who well, are go on... go for a
0: walk. Get a, move away from the TV. Okay, go so make a cup of coffee. Okay, so... Go have a pee.
1: Thank you, Prince, Princess Grace. So, okay. So, if you got twenty-five minutes of ads in a hour-long program, how many times can you go to the toilet or have a coffee? So, all right, you could you could have a schedule in front of you, and you say, right, first ad break, I'll go and do we. Second ad break, I'll make a coffee. Third ad break, I might evacuate the bowels if the coffee is kicked in. And uh. so after after you've had a piss and a crap and uh, uh, you've had coffee. Then what do you do for the next seven ad breaks?
0: Well, that's for you. To, you might play Scrabble or chess. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? Chess in
1: between the three minutes of ads that are on?
0: Yeah, well, if you if had a game there and you had someone to play with, or you can play it by yourself because you can swap partners around so that would take twice as long to finish the game and do one move every ad break. <laughs> oh
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You get annoyed because you end up beating yourself. You say, you're your own opponent. You say, and you get, you, know, you ever played Monopoly? You ever played Monopoly? More fights break out over a Monopoly, over paper money. You know, when you land on, well, the Strand or whatever, the you have to pay rent if you land on someone's property and you have to hand over just paper money you have to hand over all the money you have in front of you gee fights break out they say ah you've landed on that again I owe you more money do that so well I haven't got any well you're going to have to sell me one of your properties
0: I you don't know. No, I've never had an argument playing Monopoly. Oh, I've had plenty of
1: arguments playing Monopoly. But when why you, is When surprising? you clean someone out of their uh, their pseudo money, they get their shits, do they? Get their shits. And if they have to sell you your property because that's their mortgage, they end up with just a little house and you've got rows of houses and condos. <laughs> and now I've seen people throw the board, knock the board off the table and the dice and all the go get go free, get out of jail or go to jail and give 200 bucks as your pass go. Yeah. Uh, Now, now you, uh, we've had huge reaction to two things we did last week. Three things. One was the uh, ad for...
0: Oh, yes. The
1: First Nations and inclusion manager for the NBL. That convoluted crap that someone wrote with 18 different Uh, Points, bullet points that all mean the same thing. Things like investment policies, implement policies for First Nations people, design the Reconciliation Action Plan, develop relationships, establish a network, cultural advice, culturally related matters, reflect initiatives for the uh, Torres Strait Islanders, uh, cultural needs. They all mean the same thing. Did you apply? Well, now that's a very... Interesting question. I uh, was speaking to someone who is uh, quite involved in it, and I said, "Have you read? Have you read this nonsense?" And they said, "No." But are you applying for the job? And I thought, "Well, I, I would app- I would be fantastic at that job." Why? Good. I'm glad you asked, because I don't have an agenda, and I would do it for the right reasons. I wouldn't be beholden to any government policy. I wouldn't be beholden to pressure groups. I would be doing it for the exactly the right reason to find out why Indigenous or Torres Strait Islanders people think they're marginalised by not being part of the NBL. What, what, why, why did the NBL think that Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people are not welcome at the NBL? And wh- what does it mean? Whether they've, they've had a problem with integrating people who want to play basketball or be involved in the NBL. I have no idea what that means. Uh, I would love to do that job and moreover I'd do it for nothing. Uh, I know they, they give you an office in Queen's Road They sort of, and you can name your own salary but I don't want a salary because I'd be doing it for the right reason. We would cut through all the bullshit and all the pressure from outside influences and we'd actually find out exactly what it is that that job is uh, about and how we'd go about implementing people from Torres Strait Island or Aboriginals, how they would like to be integrated into the NBL. Are they us, are they told they're not welcome if they want to play basketball? What? What, what is that? What, what How? The, what, what has happened to the NBL that they think, oh, they've got to placate and patronise NB, uh, Torres Strait Islanders and Aboriginal people? Are they excluding them now? And so you've got your resume
0: ready, have you? I don't need a resume. Why? That's, oh, well, what, you, that's what you have to apply with. Well, I... Um, so again, just ring up and say i'm I'm Sam Newman, I'd like to apply for the job."
1: Yes, really. Absolutely. And they say, "Well, if you read the job description I have uh, in the the eighteen different points can be put into one particular sentence uh, which would read a person required to handle indigenous affairs at the NBL. That's it. I'd be fantastic at it. Don't want a salary we'd show that the no vote was overwhelmingly successful because people don't want to be divided. We want to all get together and if we can get together playing basketball, uh, don't know what the drawbacks are of our Torres Strait Islanders and Aboriginal people not being included in playing basketball. It's a pretty savage rap for the NBL if they have to write all that nonsense there. That's just someone someone, uh, trying to be so virtuous and people say, oh, look at that clever person. So are you putting your hand up? Well, I, 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 you, how seriously, do you,
0: how do you reckon I'd go? I don't think, yeah. no, I don't think you would be able to do it.
1: Why not? Well, who'd be able to do it? Who who who, who would who would have a better chance of uh, 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 who'd have a better chance of um, getting Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders together with the NBL with a view to uh, all getting on together and in, in a harmonious relationship? Is who, there
0: an age restriction on that? What's that mean? Obviously, do well, they have a category? The only,
1: re, the only way you gain experience is through age. Age is the only way you can't get experience if you're just a young spurter, a young buck. Age is what gives you experience well, and wisdom.
0: Put your money where your mouth is well, I'm not. I high. don't want any money. Well, put your mouth in.
1: Well, I'm I'm just saying now, if you'd like to uh, uh, give me an interview, I'll come in and I'll I'll tell you what, we'll cut through all the crap. We won't have any welcome to countries uh, because people have had a gutful of it. We will treat people as equals and uh, obviously the NBL aren't treating people as equals or why would they put out an ad like that? That is just so stupid. That is just someone thinking they're just... Being enlightened, and people say, "Oh, well done for putting that ad in." And you know, and they preen, and all their, their little circle of friends, they get high fives, and they're just being stupid. No, seriously, stupid, irrelevant, and incompetent. Um, so that's uh, so I'm I'm in for the job. I'm in for the job. If uh, someone wants to uh, advise me, and I also asked, I also asked, um. I also asked um, Lydia Thorpe. Do you know who Lydia Thorpe is? I, I do. Well, you would know I did this because you were sitting next to me when I rang Joe, who is her, her public, pub, what is Media. She? Media, Media, Media advisor. advisor, yes. I said, ask Lydia if she'd like, because she gave me a belting after I said people should boo the welcome to country or jeer or slow hand
0: clap. How'd that go?
1: Well, uh, Joe was a very nice man. He said, "I'll." Oh, um, I said, "And Joe, ask her, and um, then you can ring me back and tell me that she told you to tell me to get fucked." And I, and he said, "Yes, she'd probably do that." And I said, "Well, anyhow, I have a crack at it." So anyhow, I rang him back about three, or four days later, and he said, "Yes, she's not coming on." And he said, "Incidentally, what would you like to speak to about?" I said, "Just how the planet's going and how she's getting on." And um, I'd very much like to. Tell her Ask her Could she justify All the things That she says And um, all the things That I say And what she has Takes an issue with Maybe we could uh, Maybe we could uh, Jointly apply For the NBL job uh, Lydia and Sam Hit the <laughs> NBL <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah
1: So there we are So the um, Now you You mentioned to me Didn't you About Beaconsfield Parade The woman down there
0: Yes I I don't, thi- I don't think she's there anymore. I think you've, uh, you've uh, rallied around there and uh, she's moved on. Took a while, took three years. three. <laughs> uh, she had a little
1: tent there. She had a bed and she had meals on wheels. She had people doing a dry cleaning. And I know someone who went and interviewed her uh, about six months ago. Really? About six months ago. I've got it on my phone. And uh, we didn't play it because maybe we thought she didn't want it to be played. But she said, I'll tell you, and if anyone wants to quiz me about it and think I'm making it up, she said, no, she said, I'm saving up to buy a flat and this is a good way to save money. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said. And, of course, if you save money, you're not paying land tax, you're not paying any tax, you're not paying any rent, you're getting your food delivered by good Samaritans who think they're sucking, to making them feel you know, proud of themselves, getting their bed manufacturers gave her mattresses and all she did was clog up the walkway there. Dogs and kids and prams and women had to walk around. Even if you want to go in and use the latrine, you had to step over. Uh, But she's finally gone, hopefully.
0: Maybe she saved up money to get an apartment.
1: There you are. So uh, that's exactly right. So uh, thank heavens she's gone so that the council finally bit the bullet. Or she might have been ill and gone to hospital. Well, she we don't mind. hope that. Well, we don't hope that, but that could be a uh, could be a reason. Uh, so, and the other great reaction we had to last week was Robbie Peterson, Dr Robbie Peterson, who said the COVID wrought is was a disgrace from the World Health Organisation and this state in particular and a bloke called Peter McCulloch. Peter McCulloch, or McCulloch, as people said. People McCulloch... Uh, said, let me just tell you what uh, Peter McCullough said. Um, come on, where is he? Where is Peter McCullough? Uh, this is what he said, and this was as a result of. Um, we're seeing a disturbing. This is from Peter McCullough, and he's a um, an American doctor who was onto the COVID rort from the start. He said, we're seeing a disturbing continued trend of cardiac arrests in people who have taken the vaccine, reported world-renowned cardiologist Dr Peter McCullough said. And um, this is what uh, Robbie Peterson was on about. He said, you wait. He said, uh, wait till the World Health Organisation manufacture another health crisis, Uh, and uh, lay it on us and wait for the Victorian government. They'll never tumble into it again. But the person who made us the laughing stock of the world has left office, uh, thankfully, scarpet away with his tail between his legs. Ventilators were a death sentence, COVID patients have told us. This was known early on and they kept going anyway. There's so many stories about the rort that was COVID. And Robbie Pearson was onto it and we had tremendous reaction to it. He was banned. The mainstream media wouldn't uh, report on what he said because they are invested with their uh, social elites that run the media. Uh, You know, it was called disinformation, uh, but it wasn't disinformation. It was accurate reporting of things that people didn't want to uh, push the narrative. Talking of diseases,
0: uh, my parents are actually on a cruise ship I'm uh, going up to Cairns at the moment, and you wouldn't believe it. From day, I think day two on their trip, they announced that there's a d- disease that's come out of, onto the uh, boat. Just to be careful and to wash your hands and do all that, and it's called the Nova disease, Nova Nova, Nova virus. Well. And so, five six days later, when they get to Cairns, they get everyone off. Mind you, they've stopped along the way in Sydney, in Newcastle, and everything. They got them off the boat so that they can deep clean it, yet it's gone all through the vomiting, diarrhoea of what, all these passengers. It's gone through the whole ship. So six days later, they finally clean the boat. It's extraordinary how the
1: cruise ships are still going. They are a cesspool. They are just a breeding ground for infection. You've got 5,000 people living at close quarters. Most of them are, have underlying health problems because uh, they're on there just probably in their last days having a cruise. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, it happens time and time again. They have to quarantine the boats. That's how the COVID got into Sydney yep. in the first place. It's amazing anyone goes on them.
0: I know. I, I was very surprised.
1: And they had to get off to fumigate the boat, you said.
0: Yes. Six days. They could have fumigated it probably early when they got to Sydney or something like that. But uh, why they left it so long, I'm not too sure. And yet it's gone right through. And yes, my parents got health health conditions as well. So not good. And then certainly not happy, so they're just stuck in their quarters. That they're too scared to get out of their room.
1: Well, what a holiday that's turned out Hello. to be! That huge ship, the uh, one of the Carnival lines, is it? I don't know. It doesn't matter what, what line it is. Um, <coughs> speaking of, what? Why doesn't? Why? So you, you're a you're an ambassador for uh, Melbourne, aren't you? Aren't you on the Australia Day Committee or something?
0: Melbourne Day Committee. Melbourne Day. The founding of Melbourne. The founding of Melbourne. Enterprise ship came up the uh, River That's the steps, right.
1: Yep. Hmm. Uh, that made this country what it is as opposed to uh, Invasion Day, which you're not part of. Nope. No. How do, how do they let Invasion Day go on? They let Invasion ga- Day go on. Uh, the uh, town hall, uh, pathetically patronising, let people uh, uh, complain and uh, about Invasion Day, even when COVID was on, they said, "Oh no, you can gather outside the, uh, the shrine and protest about Australia Day, but if you are just uh, if you're just a sympathizer for Australia Day, oh, you can't leave your house." But they just sent doctors out to look after them. Um, the the Australia the. Why don't you, instead of the town hall under the mayor Sally Cap, going on with all this crap about welcome to country and flying flags and so, and the yes vote and defacing everything? Why don't they do something about the graffiti? Why don't they do something about the graffiti in Melbourne in the in the central business district and all the new sound? Barriers and the sound boards on the new Westgate Free are now slowly starting to be graffitied. Why we don't have flying squads of people go and get the graffiti off and keep monitoring those people who go out those pieces of crud, those pieces of dogs vomit, pigs vomit, those pieces of shit that go out and deface the infrastructure of the city. What is it? What is the mentality of those insects that do that? They're nothing more than vermin. And where are their fucking parents that uh, if you had a son or a daughter that got lumbered by the coppers for spraying crap on buildings, you'd take a birch to them. You would?
0: There's certainly a lot more issues that are are pressing than uh, some of the things that the council get involved with. yes. Bring back the city of Melbourne, which was the number one most livable city in the world, but now it's dropped to over ten, so
1: Yes because they be concentrating on all the peripheral nonsense like bike lanes. Inclusion, diversity and talking about inclusion and diversity, why? Why do we allow men to pretend they're women, to play women's sport? I see in Massachusetts a woman hit a very strongly hit ball in a hockey match into another woman and broke her teeth smashed her mouth open and the woman who hit it was actually a man who was allowed to play under a technicality I don't know what the technicality was Uh, why why is that allowed to happen and uh, you said I heard you say about the MMA is it what is it called
0: MMA in America um, they had a women's competition and then the competitors refused to compete because there was a transgender male in there being allowed to compete and I think previously that they would um, a couple of weeks ago then one of the trans um, beat up a girl which had horrific injuries because obviously there it is a point where men are or the development of men once they've gone through puberty is stronger than a woman. So now the women are protesting, and obviously I think it's a good thing that they are to say it's not right, especially in a physical sport, because... No,
1: it's uh, not not right in any... So if women, women, biological women, absolutely, if a man infiltrated their sport, no matter how he's dressed and what he's had done to his body, he's had his dick cut off or he's had breasts put on if they just said nope we're not if if they just didn't p- compete uh, just withdrew from competition it'd end overnight because there'd be no competition
0: yeah it's it's in you're in that transition stage I think though because it's only just come to light of what's happening in that transgender field however I think the sports are saying uh, bringing in some rules I've heard that they're actually they're Former men who've made the transition before puberty can compete in female sports. But until that sort of era comes through, then it's not going to happen.
1: Jesus, it's just just window dressing. It's bullshit. If you've got two X chromosomes, you're a woman. If you've got an XY chromosome, you're a man. That's it. Doesn't matter. It's just so pathetic in the desperate attempt to be inclusive and... Equitable and enlightened—it's crap. It is crap. Uh, so, um, uh, so, 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 I'd like to. And the other thing we'd like to do is get someone in who's a um, a Palestine, Palestine sympathizer. Got no skin in the game here with the Israelis and the Palestinians. Like someone to come in here and tell me, as I understand it, Sue. I could well be wrong, uh, that the United Nations, what a useless organisation the United Nations, big fat men in suits just with their snouts in the trough, um, voting on things that never get adapted, never get adopted, n- never make it. any, it's just a huge, giant uh, f- uh, slugfest there. Uh, in the United Nations in New York, just clogs up the traffic. It's just people come from all over the countries and they sit there and they never get, never develop or do anything. It's like the World Health Organization. So, um, what what is the point? If if the United Nations uh, de- decided decreed an area of land in the Middle East called Israel in the Gaza Strip. Uh, that that's where Israeli settlement would be um, and Hamas attacked them, uh, wh- wh- where's that going to end? Uh, wh- wh- what would someone say, where, where would you want the, uh, no, as I say, I don't really mind one way or the other, where would you have the Jews go if that's not their land? If you kicked them out of that, where would you put them? <laughs> so, and they wonder why the Jews are fighting back when they were attacked in October the 7th. Because uh, their stated aim is to wipe Israel and Jews off the face of the earth. What? what, what I'd love someone to come in here and explain that to me. Why they? Why, why, so they say they've occupied their land. Well, it was given to them by the United Nations. Uh, what's the alternative? Ah, anyhow. Um, so, so there we are. There. Um, and uh, you won't like this, or Don didn't like this, but Donald Trump. Donald Trump's been in court and uh, he's been, they're trying to stop him running because he's going to be the next president.
0: Oh, but here we go again. <laughs> he's going
1: to be the next president, but they're so desperate, they're trying to stop him actually getting onto the ballot. He's getting more popular and more popular. The more things, the more things that they charge him with, and the more indictments he gets, the more popular he gets because people are seeing that this is election interfering, they're so desperate to keep him out and they'll, aven- they'll eventually end, a- end up, if it is a fate accompli, they'll end up assassinating him. Really? Yep. You can bet you'll have a deranged person <laughs> will do that. Uh, and they'll, say all, they'll have all the cow eyes, all the people who hate him will say, oh no, that's a shocking thing to happen. They'll be absolutely delighted. They won't be able to hide their bias. And they still can't hide their bias. Um, And I see... uh, Now, I only mention this person... uh, I only only mention this person, uh, Danny Laidley, who used to be Dean. And I say that. I'm not dead naming him, her. But he used to be the coach of North Melbourne. And he used to play for North Melbourne. And then he transitioned to become Danny. I see she... He, she has put her hand up to be the coach of the West Coast Eagles AWFL. Well, that's not. I think that's a good thing. It's not the AWFL. That's that that acronym is awful. AW. It's AFWL. That's why they pronounce it like that, so people wouldn't say awful. The AW. The AFWL. He's put his hand up to be the coach.
0: She's put her hand up to uh, uh, coach. She,
1: she, she, sorry, yes. She is, so you think that's good?
0: Absolutely. I think because he's got such a talent and he obviously played the game and was a coach. So I think she will bring a lot of things to the female AFL sport, teams.
1: Yep. What, what, you resonate with the women more than a woman resonating with women.
0: Oh, I think she could coach probably the AFL and be more accepted in the AFLW rather than the AFL because it's going to be think hard.
1: She might might apply for the AFLW. AFL coaches, maybe if if
0: she's successful in uh, AFLW. Make the transition from.
1: Annie Ladley, the coach of the AFL team, the West Coast Eagles.
0: There's going to have to be a female coach at some stage. Is there? Yes. Why is that? Because that's the political correct thing to do. That's the way the world is going.
1: Yep, let's just uh, embrace the quota system rather than the meritocracy. You don't get a job on your merits, you get a job on if you fill the quota. That's true, but no, I, th- I do think
0: she's she will bring talent uh, and experience and professionalism because it's better to know something that you do know than something that you don't know. So she's very good at that. Yes. Wh- at, at, I, th- I think it's a good thing. Yes,
1: it's very good that she, she have experience in coaching and uh, not quite the experience in being a woman that a woman would have, but um, you think the experience of being a coach in the first place at the highest level would act would would trump or counteract the fact that she's not really a woman. Because she's not really a woman, but she identifies a woman. Oh, they'd be one.
0: they'd be going on experience only. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Good. Well that's that, that's that's excellent. Um, okay, so um, did we do the shout
0: outs? Yes, we've done the shout outs. What else
1: didn't we do? Um Finally, come on, I'm, I'm, I nearly need, need you to do this. We did Robbie Peterson, Peter McCulloch.
0: Did you watch the Grand Prix? The
1: Grand Prix. What a... How, how bad has that um, caravan become? How bad has that sport become? It's... Max Verstappen has killed it. Uh, it's just so boring. I love it. I, I love watching the cars uh, on the grid. The lead up, and once it starts, you may as well go. Just turn it off. It is so boring. Uh, And and the worst, the worst sporting organisation in the world of any sport, are the Ferrari team, who only make cars to so they can fund their F1 team. They, Charles Leclerc, got his car in the warm up lap. The hydraulics went on the car. They stuff up the pit changes, they stuff up the tyre choices, they are the most incompetent people. And Ferraris, yeah, but just
0: but how, the, the most overrated car in the world, the Ferraris. Oh, I was always a Ferrari girl. Why? Why? Because they're red and they go fast. Oh, well,
1: well the, that's exactly right. Frank Sinatra, what did he say? He said, if you want to be someone, get a Ferrari. If you are someone, get a Lamborghini. Who are you? Well, I have a Lamborghini. So, so who are you? I, well, I couldn't have. Aff- I, I couldn't afford one now. But when I could afford to buy a Lamborghini, I could have bought a Ferrari. But Ferraris, they don't look good. They don't sound good. They, they, they're, they're, I, Why? They look pretty good to me. Do
0: they? <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: What is As compared to a Lamborghini. Well, that is also nice.
1: No, I thought, turn it up. But that's your
0: opinion. Yeah, of
1: course. Most of these things are opinions here. Um, all right, well, now, I don't know. So was there anything else that we were going to cover, um, Susan? Um. Um, did I tell you that, uh, you know, Ivan's gone down the Nile? I reckon that's about it. Now, we've got a very good interview. A very nice, well, we, well, I think it's going to be a good interview. We've got a man coming in called John Tickell. Doctor John. He's going to talk about men's health, and he's a, a very interesting person. And uh, we'll probably only do uh, two segments today, because normally um, we would have uh, this, we, we could have strung this out for. Uh, but we've been efficiently uh, co- competent at uh, canvassing all these things. Was there anything else that we were going to speak about <laughs> <laughs> that we spoke about before? Um, no, there's not. All right, well, um, that's it, I think. Any other final
0: announcements? Uh You know what I did notice? No. I filled my car up with petrol, right? I went to the petrol station. So it was pretty packed and I'm sort of waiting behind someone else. So the person gets out of their car and goes to the office to pay for it and I'm waiting and I reckon five to six minutes goes past and I'm waiting. So they've either gone and got a cup of coffee or they've gone to the bathroom and then they've come back and then they've actually got out the, w- the uh, window thing and they yep. started doing the wipe. And I'm just like, it, it was a good 10 I minutes. Know, yep. Where's the petrol efficacy gone?
1: That's, uh, Don was on about that. Don said, he, uh, and you've got to get out and say, hey. Well, you can't get out and say it because you don't know where they are. Uh, you know, they drift into getting McDonald's or food or... Yeah, but, no. when,
0: I had to... I had, when, I, when they came back and started washing the windows, mm. I was
1: sort of like... Well, so... This is the problem with the ignorance of people who live in the community. Ignorance and stupidity and bad manners. That's what we deal with. I can't believe it. People are ill bred.
0: Just really got up my nose. And if
1: you got out and said, hey, listen, the, a fight would ensue.
0: I did politely say, I said, do you mind? I said, I'm in a bit of a hurry. And she said, oh, okay. then." then so then she just drove forward and then she washed the car, but she was totally oblivious to everyone else around her Woman, and what they were doing. It? Well,
1: hmm. Well, uh, yep, that'd be right. No, that's true. Um All right, well, I think we're done, aren't we?
0: Yep, I'm done.
1: Okay, thing Right, well done. Um Right.
0: I'm open
1: around
0: the streets late at night I'm worried because you...